great, great, great to have you. Okay, this is is an exciting time together. If you are joining us live, then come on over and do say hello. It's going to be a great session. I'm really excited. If you got the memo, it's me and my girl Rebecca here today. Yes. Hello, ladies. So excited and grateful to spend some time with you guys this morning. Excellent. Yes, yes, indeed. And we're talking about my favorite topic, abundance, right? Activating abundance, living your full life in every area. And it's just going to be amazing. So ladies, if you are jumping, I'm just going to quickly just check and make sure everything's okay. And uh, if I could see any of you jumping on, we'd love to have you. I got it pulled up too. And I see some eyeballs, ladies. Say Excellent. hey in the comments, whether Come you're watching do. live or replay. <laughs> Come and say hi. So we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna have a party in here, I think. Because if you guys don't know, Rebecca and I are really good friends, actually. So, you know, behind the scenes, we do spend a lot of time chatting and talking all things kingdom. And, and we met on the internet streets, right? We met yes. on the internet streets, but we have a really great connection. And you know, it's all around kingdom. It's all around God's heart for us. It's all around abundance. And today, like, I just really, we, we just wanted to open this space up to allow Rebecca to pour into you regarding our health and regarding your potential and not just regarding your health and mind, body, soul, the holistic, the whole topic yes. around wealth yes. and health and just being yes. really whole. So, you know, I'm not yes. going to spend too much time in the intro. I really just wanted to just, um, invite Rebecca to just you know open up really and allow God to speak through you if you are a woman who desires to live their full life their best life right you're not doing it right now you are maybe just doing all the things you're tired you're just you're not full inside and out um please do listen in because actually as of today and going forward we're going to be talking about abundance a lot more but you know so I'm going to just allow you know and just yeah so I'm going to just hand over to Rebecca Rebecca is an amazing coach um, and she has a lot to pour into you today and an amazing testimony as well. I forgot to ask you, are going to be sharing your story, but I hope you do share. Sure. Your yeah. So <laughs> amazing story. So Rebecca, over to you, sis. <laughs> thank you so much. First of all, thank you so much, Vicky, for, for opening this space and trusting me with your people. I know that that is an honor and a privilege that I do not take lightly. Ladies, I'm so excited to connect with you and you might be thinking, well, I'm with Buki because I want to learn how to create better kingdom impact and business. And, and I want to invite you to consider what God has really impressed upon me. And that is that our health and our well-being is the tide that rises all ships. I would go as far as to say that second to our personal relationship with God is our own sense of well-being and health in mind body and spirit, because we are the operators of the business that we run, right? And to the extent in which we access the level of health that is available to us in mind, body, and spirit, I'm going to invite you to consider is to the extent in which we activate what he's already given us as our God-given kingdom inheritance in abundance, in Amen. impact, in creativity, in all of the things. Amen? Amen. Give me a, a tracking in the comment if you're tracking with this, whether you're on live or replay, or maybe you're listening to on a podcast after the fact, I want you to say out loud tracking because the more you engage with us, the more you're going to retain. Mm-hmm. And so today I am going to share with you um, the connection that you've probably not heard of before the connection between our physical health and our ability to activate that and access that abundance 
as well as I'm going to give you some practical steps to literally walk it out. Now, to be clear and upfront, I'm also at the end going to invite you into my upcoming free Becoming Kingdom Fit Challenge. There's a free variation and there's a VIP, like you're going to get the most out of it no matter where you're at. Um where we can dive a lot deeper, but regardless of whether you choose to tune in then for that challenge or today is what where you're at and where you're going to be, I want you to get the most value out of this conversation today. So it is, I am going to be asking you to engage and activate and participate because I know research is clear. The more you're engaged, the more you'll actually retain. Give me, um, I, I'm with you in the comments if you're with me and you agree. Give me an I agree. That's shorter to type, right? Or say out loud if you're listening on the replay. So if it's all right with you, give me a, uh, an all right in the comments. If it's all right with you, if I do share with you a quick um, insight into my story, give me an all right in the comments. I'll let you, I'll let you do that, right? Or say all right in as you're listening on the replay, right? So my quick variation of my story is that I am a former atheist, overweight, corporate girl turned Jesus loving, which completely transformed my life and my well-being about two decades ago. And as a result, not only did I end up with a body I never expected, but ladies, can I tell you, this is why I am so passionate about this topic, is that my life was forever changed. And at the time, I was a single mom. So not only did my life change, but sisters, my legacy has changed because of God's work in and through me. Somebody say legacy, right? Legacy. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And with that, in my transformation, there's so much into that, but I want to, I really want to pour into you guys. There's so much into that, but I will tell you this aspect because it ties to the business and in a direct example is that I went from, I was in the midst of an ugly divorce about a year into my personal relationship with God. And so I had taken a step back, taken a job. I was like, how many of y'all have been in a season in life where you're like nervously checking your checking account, your bank account before you go to the grocery store? Or you're creatively figuring out like, okay, what can I buy? What's going to get us through? How many of y'all have been there? And how many of y'all are so thankful that today you don't even need to think about what's on the grocery list? Amen. Amen. Right. That is a privilege and an honor that not all of us get to share. And I'm here to tell you that part of the reason I'm able to say that today and live in abundance and give abundance is because of God's work in and through me. Mm -hmm. And he took me from that, that as a single mom, y'all know, we feel that, that, that natural need to provide not just our needs, but our wants for our children, counting dollars for groceries to stepping back into the fullness of who he called me to be and building a career in corporate north of six figures. Then I took a huge leap of faith, followed him as Buki shared in her email, bootcamp, like personal trainer, part-time to scaling a multiple six-figure fitness business that I got to, um, pour into people for over a decade and helped thousands. A decade is a long time. So it sounds like a lot in crazy pants when I say it out loud, but thousands of people were helped through that. Mm -hmm. And then over the last three years um, or three years ago, I should say, stepping again into God's go uh, next iteration of calling in which I am the kingdom fit coach. And I love that. And I'm so mm -hmm. grateful that God gave me those words and called me into that. And it's my honor and my privilege 
to share that. And I don't say any of it to impress upon you. There was so much in between, but I do want to impress on you that which eat with each iteration and there's even more to come. And with each iteration, God has shown me the importance of consistently progressing my health and my well-being in mind, body, and my personal relationship with him. As great as it is, we get to continue to cultivate and progress in that area. And there's so much stories tied to that, but I want to dive right into that topic. So all of you that are ready, type ready in the comments if you are ready to um dive right in and or you know ready out loud let's just say if i say comments and you're listening on a replay and you're or you're driving then i just want you to say it out loud amen amen right. can i say it too <laughs> how am i doing Buki? you're doing great i'm saying it too come on now <laughs> all right all right so as i dive in i do want to if it's all right with you guys i do want to give you a powerful frame how many of y'all know that we see things through the frames through the lens through the, um, the framework in which we create. And I wanna give to you one of the most powerful frames I have heard in the longest time from one of my mentors. If you guys are ready and, and open to hearing a little bit of a framework to help you absorb this conversation, say ready. So this is that the Bible is full. This is the framing. The Bible is full of if then statements. And I don't know about you, but if you already knew that and you already thought that and you already considered that, praise you, you're further along than I am in that concept or that understanding. For me, I heard it in a whole different way, ladies, um, from a mentor of mine recently. And this is because when we truly like own, like we can have head knowledge and say, yeah, that makes sense. But when we embody the concept and know it in our bones, when we look at the Bible and read the if then statements, then we remove our need to feel worthy, our need to feel accepted, our need to do all those things, because it's really if we do these things, then this is the result that we get, right? Let me give you a quick example. Uh, Joshua 1.8, and I got to tell you, Buki, way back long, like uh, she is just so amazing and how like she gets to teach all these kingdom principles for building your business, right? I have learned so much from her and she probably doesn't know this. But a couple years back now, she was teaching on Joshua 1.8, and I have held to that verse, Amen. right? And Amen. it has blessed me in so many ways. But let me bring it forward for you in this moment, and that is that this book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate it day, meditate in it day and night. That's the if. Hmm. Then, that's not in the verse, but the then is coming that you may observe to do according to all that is written. I'm sorry, that is still the if. Mm. For then <laughs> you will make your way prosperous and then you will have good success, Amen. right? Joshua 1.8, and that's the, the King New Jer New, uh, <laughs> New King James yeah. version, thank you. <laughs> we are perfect in our imperfections and I'm a little silly. So here we go. Um, but how many times, ladies, can we get caught up in the busy and we don't make time to truly meditate on his word day and night? And then we get confused as to why we aren't seeing the results now that we see in our vision, 
right? And it's not to condemn. There is no condemnation for those who love um, Jesus. But at the same time, one of the things I teach is becoming a student of our mind and body. So if we are not seeing what we want, what we know God's word says, we get to observe one, there's time and there's waiting and there's all of those things. Buki has so many teachings on that as well. And also we still get to evaluate objectively, not condemning, what can I be doing differently? And this is where our health is so dramatically underrated. Mm -hmm. What I want to share with you is that we are not held by the law, but we have free will, but he's also given us the principles, a roadmap, and we get to choose to continuously work to improve the application of the principles, right? Principles and purpose. This is a writer downer if you're not driving or if you're living, if you're watching on replay, principles and purpose lead to provision and prosperity. Principles and purpose lead to provision and prosperity. Diversion, I'm sorry, divergence and distraction lead to destruction and death. And we could talk about that when it comes to our physical health and well-being, our businesses, our families, our marriages, all of those things. Divergence and distraction from God's word leads to destruction and death, right? So how do we define abundance? For me, abundance is like an essence. It's a feeling. It's a knowing, a connection that you're so strongly rooted and grounded. You see, you feel, you're focused on the abundance that all is all around us because his word says now to him who is exceedingly, who is able to exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works within us. So again, if what is blocking that power one of the analogies that I give my uh, students is that if you imagine for a moment, a hollow pipe, and this hollow pipe is connected between you and God, and his living water flows through this pipe. And when it's clear, that flow is like easy. And it just, you, it's clear what goes into it clearly comes what's out of it. And yet the choices that we make sometimes and choices and circumstances, that type of things, the things that we, yeah, it's all, it really all comes down to choice. Some are harder than others, but what we do it, that does not align with his word or the words that we, or the things that might be distracting us, discouraging us, create blocks, create gunk, create um, sediment within that pipe, making sense. And so that sediment, those blocks, depending on the extent of them and all that kind of stuff, by its nature, impact our ability to act, to clearly hear and recognize, to access all that he has for us, and then be able to live it out, right? B, you might've heard the expression, be, do, have, right? We get to be, so the, the woman that we need to be in order to do what we need to do so that we can have all that he says that we can have. I want to add to that so that we can then give all that he calls us to give, right? Yeah, man. Yeah. So physical health and our God-given potential. Is this making sense? Can you see why I framed that for you? Say tracking in the comments or out loud, right? Tracking, tracking, tracking. Thank you. Thank <laughs> I'm you. Out loud person. <laughs> Let's load the comments. Like, keep coming. Tracking, tracking. 
Yes, yes, yes. Awesome. So physical health and our God-given potential. Let me give you a couple of principles that are based in scripture. First Corinthians 6, 19, 20, or do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit whom you have from God and you are not your own for you were bought at a price Therefore, therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's three, uh, third John one, two says, beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things, in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. Last one, first Corinthians 10 31. Therefore, whatever you eat, or drink, or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. And now mind you, again, no condemnation. Y'all know my story. I struggle with emotional eating long after I got healthy and fit. There's a whole story in that. So I am coming with you alongside of you from a heart of saying, I get the struggle. And also I know what lies on the other end of it. Not just whether, and it doesn't have to, this is what I was um, want to also impress upon you. It's not the weight on a scale is a reflection of other things happening and diets alone are not the solution. We'll be talking about that more later on. However, and you can be, you can look skinny and healthy. I did for a long time and yet still have challenges in this area. And you might be thinking, why have I not heard this in church? And can I tell you what I think the reason might be? And this is for you to consider is that when we talk about our own physical well-being, God, I feel like gave me this analogy. When we talk about our physical well-being, because of the fact that it often produces an outward noticeable result by carrying extra weight, it then becomes very difficult to discuss from a platform because it would almost, I imagine some women would feel as if they're that woman that was caught with adultery and pulled in front of all of the strangers naked. Because if a pastor is talking about our health and well-being and, and the need for it and all of these things, and you don't feel comfortable in your body, we assume when we don't feel comfortable in our own body, we assume that everybody's staring at us, that they're talking about us. And so it creates this difficult conversation to have for a platform. Not only that, I know we have women all over the world in Buki's community. In the United States, the statistic is that over 70% of us are overweight, which means that there are many of our pastors who they themselves struggle with this. And so how can they speak on something that they are visibly struggling with unless they're also ready to own that it is their struggle and that they are a work in progress as we all are, right? There's no one thing that is better or worse than another, in my opinion, right? That it's unfortunate that this is a visible struggle that has been normalized. Like I could preach on that too. It's, it is literally the biggest scheme of the enemy. First temptation in the garden was food. First temptation for Jesus was food, right? I could go on that too, but we're not. We're going to stay tracking. <laughs> I'm going to stay on point today, Buki. I'm doing my best. So let me give you some practical points, right? Um, and like I said, we don't have a time to 
I, or I haven't said this yet, but we, we aren't creating the time today to go into all of the ways that it creates your physical, because that is just a longer conversation that can happen over multiple days. So we'll go into it a little bit more during the challenge. So the one, and what I was sharing with, uh, Buki is I recently heard this, except this, uh, what do you call it? Um, I, I'm going to use the word analogy because I can't find the right word that I would rather go an inch wide and a mile deep with you so that you can get the most out of this conversation today, then try and give you all the ways that our physical health can be improved or impacts our business and our abundance. I'm going to go deeper on this one point. And it is the, probably one of the biggest culprits. So are you good? If I give you some really practical analogies on one of the most um, cha biggest challenges that impact our ability to access, activate the abundance and the prosperity. Are we good? If we go deep, type deep, say deep out loud. Yes, yes. All right. So the one thing that I want to focus on today is sugar and how sugar impacts our physical well-being and then how our physical well-being impacts our ability to activate this abundance. So let me first explain to you, because I think this is often one of the myths is that, you know, sugar, you think sugar and you think we're talking about like cookies and candies. What I want to make, bring forward for you is that all food breaks down into blood sugar and they break down in different rates, depending on the type of food. And again, we not going to go down that detail. We'll just focus on if you understand that principle, scientific fact that all foods uh, break down into blood sugar and they break down at different rates. What happens is when they break down on the faster end of the spectrum, it creates what we call a blood sugar spike. And this blood sugar spike has tremendous impact on our ability to function, how we show up on a day-to-day -day basis. And I really began to um, dive into this initially, you know, over a decade of being a coach, y'all, I've been around a while, right? And so initially I dug into the at sugar from the standpoint of how it impacts our physical body, right? How it impacts our ability to, our, our, our challenges with gaining weight or ability to lose weight. For those of you that don't know, um, part of my story also is that long ago, um, what was spoken over me is that I have PCOS. It's actually much more common today. Um, it's called polycystic ovarian syndrome. So statistically, I should be overweight. Over 80% of people with PCOS are overweight. Um, so I'm also living proof that you don't need to be what they say you to be, right? You don't need to be the statistic. Having said that, that means that my body, the way it's naturally wired, uh, has some inherent challenges with blood sugar regulation. And so I get to choose a certain way of eating and mindfulness um, beyond what maybe a quote unquote normal person or a person without PCOS might be, right? And so I started looking at blood sugar regulation from that standpoint. And then also in recent years, I started, you know, I don't know about y'all, but I'm 49 and I'm looking at aging and I've got Alzheimer's in my family. And so uh, the, uh, what can I do, right? What is within our control? And so then I started looking at brain health and what impacts that. And can I tell you, sugar is also one of the biggest culprits that fight, that work against our brain health, our ability to focus. I'm going to go over some key points, but I want you to understand um, 
a lot of the, if you want to do some learning on your own as well, Dr. Amen is a well-known psychiatrist and brain health expert. He happens to be uh, in my neighborhood, neck of the words, woods, but he is known worldwide for his work on this topic because, and this is where we talk about our mental health, how many all know that our mental health and well-being impacts our ability to show up for our business, right? Impacts our ability to show up for our family, impacts our ability to step into the fullness and truly carry the powerful presence God wants for us. And Dr. Amen is, is the go-to for a lot of this work because he realized as a psychiatrist, everybody was in his field was looking at the symptoms, the output, the results that they were seeing and masking it with medications. And he wanted to look at what's the root cause. And this is what brought him back to our brain health. So sugar directly fights against us by creating brain inflammation. I'm going to give you, I think it's five things really quickly. I'm going to rattle through them brain and why it should matter to you. Brain inflammation impairs cognitive function and is associated with the development of neurodegenerative diseases like Alzheimer's. My thoughts get faster than my tongue sometimes. Sugar also impairs memory and learning. So high sugar cons uh, consumption. And again, it doesn't mean that you're eating cookies and candy all day. It's the foods that are seemingly normalized in society can be having this same impact for you. We'll talk a little bit more about that in detail later. The high sugar though, can negatively impact your ability to remember things and learn, right? How many of y'all know that you want to be learning and consistently growing and improving in order to be able to create the abundance that within your, within your business? Amen. Sugar also creates mood disorders. Sugar can have a significant impact on mood and mental health because the blood sugar swings, what goes up really fast is going to come down really fast. So it creates mood swings, irritability, anxiety. How many of all know that we've somewhat normalized anxiety and yet God says, no, that's not what we have for you. And this is one of the points that I know Buki talks about. God will do his part. We get to do our part. So yes, his word says, be anxious for nothing through prayer and supplication. Let your requests be known to him. And he will give you the peace that surpasses all understanding. And also your body is hardwired and how we function, how we treat our body, the choices that we make directly impacts our, the way we are feeling, seeing, hearing, our perception, our relationship. It goes back to that pipe, right? And what we're clogging it with. You can't over, I don't want to say you can't. It is much harder to override what is hormonal imbalances, which these are all variations of them, if you aren't fueling it with the right things. Prayer can do amazing things. We get to do our part. Making sense? Say making sense in the comments or out loud if you got me, right? It also, you might've experienced this. How many of you eat sugar and then you just want more of it, right? You're not crazy. You're not losing your mind. Sugar releases. And again, it's not just the obvious things like the cookies, the cakes, the desserts. Please also, so that you don't tune me out, let me tell you that I absolutely, you can still have these things in moderation. It's one of the things I teach my clients. 
but it's the awareness and it's the motive of the choice. But that's a whole nother conversation. Having said that, knowing that when you choose to eat sugar, yes, your body is going to crave more sugar because the sugar gives you this dopamine, all these feel-good hormones, and your body's like, ooh, that felt really good. Let's do that again, right? <laughs> so understand that. And then also sugar directly um, impacts your ability to create attention and focus. And y'all know we need attention and focus when we are working on kingdom impact. But the fluctuations that it creates in our body makes it very hard for us to be attentive, for us to be focused. A lot of, this is a whole nother conversation too, but a lot of the um, neurodivergence can be helped, supported, I'm not going to say cured, by foods, by proper self-care, by focusing on the right things, which is kind of an oxymoron because that's the problem is the focus, but what I mean is the choices, right? So again, you might be thinking, what does this have to do with my kingdom impact and my abundance? And I understand that it might be the first time for some of you, it might be the first time where you've hit, you've heard this correlation. And if that's the case, give me a like aha in the comments or say aha out loud, right? Like you're like, oh my gosh, this is making so much sense, right? But you don't know what you don't know. And we've been indoctrinated, especially in the United States to understand that that are to believe the lie. I did a, um, a post recently on the nine lies that Satan tells you to steal your health and your destiny. You can check that out if you want. But one of them is this idea that what we eat is not that serious, that it's not that big of a deal. Society has normalized being overweight and society has perpetuated that because he knows to the extent in which we carry extra weight is to the extent in which we are compromised for dis ease and disease. Amen. And so what is normalized and tolerated, it sets a different standard for us, but it is not the standard that God wants for us. It's not the standard that God calls us to because he knows, again, the principles of following his word of living the fullness of who we are begins with our personal relationship with God and our ability to take care of ourselves. And so if God's word speaks for uh, in the importance of physical health and science backs his word with everything we just showed, discussed, right? Which I, I shared is really only a snippet of the conversation. Can you see how our foods and our self-care play such a significant role in our health, our well-being, and our ability to be who we need to be? So we can do what we need to do so that we can have all that God has for us so that we can give what he would call us to give. Amen. So a common phrase we hear is that we can't be our best. We can't give our best if we are not at our best. And you're probably like, yeah, I, I know that. I've heard that a hundred times. Sis, Buki knows I'm a truth teller. So I'm just going to warn you. This one might hurt a little bit, but if you know it, I challenge you to ask yourself if you're applying it. I challenge you to ask yourself if you are walking it out. And it is a hard struggle sometimes. And I get that. Progress over perfection. What can you do? And so now we're going to go into some practical steps 
How many of you are, how many of you like some good practical, simple steps, right? I'm going to have to fire through these because I told Buki and I were talking about this. I'm like, I can get going, but let's, let's shoot for 40 minutes. Right. Um, but I want to make sure you have these practical steps and maybe I'll, I'll, um, uh, list them out for you in the comments below as well, but the practical steps to awaken your inherent potential, even with a crazy busy schedule. And I want to, again, share with you an example really quickly of one of my clients uh, where it really prompted this conversation. She's been with me a few years. And so she also highly driven, already successful. I think I shared at the beginning that what I've noticed is with each iteration of impact and calling to even more requires a new iteration of health and well-being and mind, body, and spirit. And Michelle is another example of that. And our time to working together, she ended up eating more, working out less. She went to, not only was she already successful, went back to school, got her master's program at the master's degree as a single, not, she's not single mom, as a mom and wife and high functioning executive. And now we get to work on the tweaks, the details. And so in this season in our, her life, she is in a growth path, right? A growth spurt where she's not interested in slowing down. She is like full force. She has that, like it, her being, she will tell you this, her being rooted and grounded in embodying the spirit of health and mind, body, and spirit and making it non-negotiable has opened so many doors. It's ridiculous so many doors of new opportunity. I remember her like messaging me and, and I'll remind you, we have this at every level. So I want to impress upon you that she is strong. She is powerful. That's all her. She was already there. And yet when these new doors open and she's in rooms with this new level of people, she's like, Rebecca, I'm sitting here in this room and I'm, I'm thinking about your words. I'm thinking about the fact that you, you've told me that if the table is open, then I'm meant to be here. And I thought you like all of these things to step into that next iteration. She would not be able to access that power if it had not been from doing the inner work required to elevate her health and mind, body, and spirit. Somebody say inner work, right? I say right too much too, by the way. I, I get it. Apologize if it's annoying. Uh, <laughs> so the first is um, prioritizing. So in that, in the, one of the recent conversations, she said, how do I, pri like, what do I prioritize right now? Because there are more hours in the day. And I, like, this is what I want right now. I want to be putting these hours a day in. So how, what do I prioritize? And so this is the order. If you're crazy busy to prioritize first and foremost is the sleep. And I'm going to give you some alliterations because I was also recently, um, my mentor shared with me that, um, in order for it to be meaningful, it must be memorable. So let me give you these um, alliterations. So prioritizing sleep, skimping on sleep seldom saves time. Instead, it saps strength and stunts success. When we are not getting enough sleep, we have a decreased cognitive performance. It creates mood disturbances. It weakens our immune system. We're at increased risk of chronic diseases, including heart disease, high blood pressure, diabetes, and obesity. It creates hormonal imbalances. It compromises our productivity and our, our, um, our creativity. So sleep is truly the number one thing to prioritize when life gets crazy and hectic. You're never saving time by sacrificing sleep. Okay. 
The second is your personal time with God. The reason sleep is first is because how many of y'all know you can't think straight on four hours of sleep or three hours of sleep? Like I used to think I could. I, I believe a lie. I told myself when I was in corporate, I convinced myself that like, oh no, I'm good. You've just normalized your version of good so much so that you don't even know what you're missing. Amen. The second then is time with God. Because in order to get your sleep, you get to then be present and aware and focused. Time with God, prayer and presence pave the path to Holy Spirit GPS. God gave this analogy to me. That's another story. I can't share it with you today. But Holy Spirit GPS, God's protection, provision, and preparation system. God's protection, provision, and preparation system, right? You can look up Romans 12, two, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of our mind that you may, may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. I know we can get caught up in the busy and we think we know because we have the vision. Sister, I'm not here to judge whatsoever. I've just come to the point in my life where I realized I don't actually know what I don't know. And so I don't know exactly who I'm supposed to see, who I'm supposed to serve, how I'm supposed to focus on any given day without checking in with him first. And remember Joshua 1, 8, meditate on his word day and night, right? Food choices, good grub. We're wrapping it up. We're closing up. Good grub grows great health. Bad bites bring body blues. What you feed your body feeds your focus. You're either going to be fueling health or you're fueling disease. We talked about that a lot already. The next is thought and emotional awareness. The reason this is third, or is it fourth, is because again, your food choices, your time with God and your sleep impact your ability to even recognize the thoughts and the beliefs that you're holding as they come up throughout the day and then be able to truly manage them. Mind your mood, mind your mind. Where feelings flow, focus follows. Proverbs 23, 7, for as man thinks in his heart, so is he. And then last but not least is movement. Momentum and movement manifests creativity, cultivates connection, and carves a path to the body you desire. First Corinthians 9, 27, but I discipline my body and bring it into subjection, lest when I have preached to others, I myself should become disqualified. How many times do we glance over that and not really hold the weight of it? Making sense to everybody? All right. So those are the practical steps. And again, we talked about the number one thing that works against us is sugar, that not all sugar, it's not just cakes and cookies, it's certain types of foods and how they impact your body. We talked about the practical steps, like if you need to uh, prioritize, this is the order, focus on sleep first, start with sleep. Like if you're just getting started, start on getting a good sleep routine, your time with God, food choices, thoughts and emotional awareness movement. And man, I could, I, I would love to teach you so much more, but we are at 40 minutes. And so with that, if it's all right with Buki, any thoughts, or can I go ahead and, and give them the, the invitation? This is amazing. Sorry guys. Like, this is amazing. Like you guys, like, I'm just, I'm just writing down notes. Of course you can, Rebecca, keep going, keep going. I, I'm, I'm going to like ask questions. If people have any questions, but while you're speaking, Rebecca, if anyone has yeah. any questions they want to ask, 
um you know i know obviously with time but we can i think we have a bit i'm good on time if you're good on time yeah 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 because it's an amazing i think you guys have really learned i'm gonna just keep quiet for now before i (laughs) rebecca continue (laughs) i want to keep quiet i love it i love it my heart and my soul is that like I said in the beginning is that I want you guys to get as much value out of this time together, regardless of what you choose to be in your next step. And so with that, if like I was so focused on speaking, if there's questions in the comments, I'll come back a little bit later. Um, you can always reach out to me directly, all that good stuff. Um, but I also do want to invite you in. If this training has really resonated with you and you do want to dive deeper, cover a few more of these topics so that you can elevate your health. Because remember, health is the tide that rises all ships, right? Amen, amen. Amen. Elevate your health to maximize your potential and truly activate the abundance that God has for you. And I know you're high level Bible believing, right? Because I I love all people. We get to come alongside non-believers, but as you can see, my teaching is biblically rooted. And so as long as as people are good with that, I'm good with with whoever coming in. But if you want an advocate and you want to learn how to elevate your health, then I want to invite you to join us in the Becoming Kingdom Fit Challenge elevate your health to maximize your potential. And this is not like any challenge that you've experienced before. This is just like today, giving you the knowledge, the wisdom that has been imparted upon me over two decades in my walk, over a decade of of coaching and who knows how many certifications and head knowledge combined in all of that, right? Um, And also it is hands-on interactive. So it is for the high-level entrepreneurs and executives that want to get the body you desire, maximize your potential without giving up your favorite foods, spending hours at the gym or striving. And let me give you a couple of examples of what you can expect to learn from it. I am going to walk the participants of this challenge through the same kingdom fit method blueprint by God's work in and through me. And, uh, and walk you through the framework of it so that you're able to have that blueprint. So day one, radiant, sexy, and empowered, embracing God's standard for your kingdom fit health. Day two, unmasking the myths, discover the truth behind sustainable kingdom fit health and weight loss. Diets are not working if you lose the weight and gain it back. Nobody wants to be in that lost and found. Challenges you've just been taught wrong right? So let me teach you how to actually create a way that you see yourself doing for the rest of your life. So then you see the results being attainable for the rest of your life. Day three, empowered eating, unveiling the keys to sustainable nutrition and kingdom fit transformation. Day four, thought transformation, change your thoughts, change your life. We started talking about that a little bit today, empowering your mind to believe and achieve your fullest potential. Day five, empowered excellence, how to integrate more of like what we did at the end of today, how to integrate the blueprint into the busy driven lifestyle and practical integration, even though your schedule is crazy busy. If that resonates for you, then join us, sister, at the Becoming Kingdom Fit Challenge. And we'll drop the links in the comments below, right? All right, Buki, what you got? Yeah, 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 yeah. Excellent. Well, we'll definitely join the challenge, ladies. It's it's a no-brainer. Those of you that want live, I know you've enjoyed it. I got so many comments in the chat. I have a question that um, Jackie asked. um, And actually, I'd like to know as well, is it possible to repair 
the damage lack of sleep may have caused? Is it possible to repair the damage that lack of sleep may, may have caused? So that's a really good question because I wouldn't want to give a generic answer. The answer is typically yes. It's time over. Uh, it, it happens with time. However, I would be super curious as to know what brought up that question. And she may not be comfortable sharing here. Like, what is the repair? So it, it brings up more questions. But generally speaking, whether it be sleep or having the habits that have created carrying extra weight, one of the things that I want to bring forward for you guys, like I do with my, my clients, is that if you've been sacrificing sleep, if you've been making choices that created the, the habits that created the being overweight, having more weight than you, than you need for the last five years, 10 years, some women come to me and they've been struggling for decades, then it won't happen overnight. So possible. Yes. Patience is key and knowing the right steps, like knowing what does it look like? Why do you feel like there's been damage due to lack of sleep? And then we get to dive into a little bit deeper as to, to how. But yes, possible, yes. Excellent. And how how many hours sleep would you recommend that everyone gets is a good amount of sleep? Yeah, there's so many studies out there that most of them tie back to an average of seven to eight hours of sleep. And also it is still in, individualized. I'm always going to keep you guys straight. And so I'd never want to be vague, but so much of it is dependent on your individuality. The average the is seven to eight hours, and that is based on the studies. And the reason for that is because, again, it, when we, as believers, when we look at the science behind all of this and the detail and the intricacy, like, how could you not think that there is like God that created us and put all of this together? Because part of what happens when we sleep is our bodies are, um, regulating and repairing, resting, regulating and repairing. And so if we are not, there's natural hormone cycles that happen throughout the night. When I say hormones, we all have hormones, male and female. And so if we are not getting that full seven to eight hours of sleep, our body does not have the time it needs to go through the process that allows us to do everything from cell regeneration to have a good balance in like, for example, lack of sleep, elevate cortisol, elevate grinolin, which is why most people that struggle with sleep also have a challenge with weight, no matter what you're eating, because your hormones are out of whack. So can you see where it is all encompassing mind, body, and spirit? Is that helpful? Yeah, for sure. Definitely. I mean, I could sit here and ask you loads of questions because I, I'm curious myself because I'm guilty. <laughs> I'm good on time. I'm, if I'm you guilty, are. but I have an excuse of a new mommy. But even before being a new mom, right? Um, I, for example, would like have like maybe power naps and then like yeah. break up sleep. So if we would you say a eight hours full? Because you said prior, if you missed it, ladies, the most number one priority is sleep. And I was like, wow, that that actually I didn't know you were gonna say that. So I was like, oh wow. Yeah. That really, that's a new, I've learned something new today. So now I'm like, I'm really curious about the whole sleep thing because I want to yeah. get it right. So if you were to like take like, like sort power naps and then kind of maybe have like a six hour nap at night, is that still the same thing? Or you think a, a whole long rest yeah. is best? Well, so two things come to mind with that Buki is that we do the best we can in the season that we're in. And so new mommies, there's like, <laughs> I'm allowed to ignore the baby <laughs> and, and there's ways to make up for that. 
So yes, power naps can be super helpful for, for most women when it comes to, so let me give you two frameworks. New moms is a whole different scenario. Yeah. You, you do the best you can with what you got. Yeah. Power naps are amazing. Okay. Knowing that you are going to feel off without a full, because we know that, right? New moms were like so tired and are, we get more, like, you take that as an example for those of us that um, have been able to birth children, um, which again is also an honor and a privilege. And, and so I apologize if, if someone is listening and they're struggling with that right now, but um, the, as new moms were very sleep deprived yeah. and we tend to be more emotional and we tend and we assume that it's the hormones, which is true, but also a lot of it is that we aren't able to go through that full cycle. We can't change the way our bodies were hard-coded by God, right? Mm-hmm. Well, we, we actually do. I take that back because based on our choices, but the original blueprint, the original um, design that empowers us to show up in our fullest, like how many young ladies want to be able to walk into a room with powerful presence because you know it in your bones mm-hmm. that like we all can stand tall. Like we're way makers, we make things happen. And what does it look like if we're doing that from a position of like really thriving, really focused on the peace and the purpose and the prosperity and something like sleep is a very practical thing that interferes with that. So with new moms, you do the best you can. Power naps, absolutely. There's a lot of, uh, with a lot of things there, you really have to dig into the research and like who is behind the research and what motive they might have. And so there are studies that show power naps around 20 minutes um, tend to be good stints for most people to kind of regroup, reset, rejuvenate. Um, There's so much into that. Like you take an example of somebody that does have blood sugar regulation issues. A lot of times, if any of y'all have blood sugar issues, which I've had in the past too, when your blood sugar drops too, too low, you have a hard time recovering. You know, the only thing that actually recovers it is physically laying down and taking like a 10, 20 minute, like reset for your body. Mm, That is the power of rest. Yeah. Um, um, thank you for that. Um, Jackie was asking as well that the sleep priority has really challenged her because that's what she struggles with and not falling asleep, just deciding to go to sleep. Yeah. So like, you don't, you don't get sleepy. Jackie, is that what you're saying? You kind of like, I need, I need to sleep. So I'm going to sleep, but um, I don't feel tired. So she's always awake, like always feeling alert. Is that right, Jackie? Yeah. So, that's a quite a so I would be curious to know, and again, we can, c- can go into a different conversation, yeah. but cause there's like I can teach you on how to get better sleep, how to set yourself up for success, but it's a huge conversation. Um, But what I would be curious about is looking at your caffeine, looking at your focus, your stress, your anxiety. Are you not falling asleep because are you not feeling tired because this has been me in the past too? Your mind is still going. You're thinking about all the things. Are you watching TV before you go to bed? Are you on social media before you go to bed? Those all play a role. So it's a really big conversation, but I would be asking yourself, what am I doing to prepare myself for sleep? And what am I thinking? What am I focused on? Get really curious about, um, be introspective about the, the why. I know you feel like you don't know, but sometimes when you focus on it and just kind of get curious with yourself and ask those questions, something by nature comes up. Yeah. 
This is really important, you know, ladies. I just, I'm so happy that we had this time to really go deep. Yes. So much we can actually cover. We may do another one just to kind of like yeah. go on part two. But as I said before, please do join Rebecca's challenge. Um, it's going to really be so powerful and helpful. We'll put the link inside inside the inside the comments inside the group so you guys can um because this is about our wellness as you were speaking just around kind of round up and look at it holistically yes, please. yeah i was just thinking really the word that comes to mind here is discipline mm-hmm. discipline in so many areas like like because i'm jackie i'm with you sometimes before the baby even when i'm like i'm like driven entrepreneur you know i'm all i'm like doing the thing 100 right that's how i that's how i operate but I'm like, actually, like you need to make decisions to kind of discipline yourself to kind of get that rest, to eat the right thing, to not like, for example, not just not be lazy on cooking because you want to get that thing done. And, you know, yeah. there's so much to this because that's, you know, you're thinking about, OK, I want to, you know, I'm I'm 40 and I have my child. Right. I'm like, I want to live long to see my baby and my grandchildren. I'm like, and now I'm more very conscious than what you guys can make yeah. me. I'm much more conscious of, OK, actually, as you hit over 40 go 40 and onwards you're like actually we need to stop and take this seriously like let's let's stop playing around and let's yeah. god has given us what to do he said he's given us the power and that's right the, that's what I'm talking about, the power to create wealth the power you said in, in corinthians you talked about put to put our body into subjection we have we're able to keep our body into we're able to the power to say no to sin no to gluttony yeah. <laughs> Yeah. We have the power, right? So it's tapping into our power that we yeah. all have and yeah. accessing what God has given us to make the right decisions, to be disciplined in those so that we can live the best life. And when we, you know, follow God's principles to, to make yeah. sure that whatever he says we should do, we do. So we yeah. can get the results. <laughs> yeah. Can I give you one more analogy? And then, I, and then I'll be quiet for the day, Buki. Um, but I think this is super powerful. This is how we are it behind entice- the scenes, ladies. I know. We're, we're like this behind the scenes. But anyway, go, Rekha, go, go for it. <laughs> This super powerful analogy that I think will really resonate and it ties back to what you just said is that, is it okay with you if I share a quick story? Say yes, okay out loud or all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I know you're good. I'm getting them to like- Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll just roll with it. Ladies, are you yeah, good? Yeah. Are you good, ladies? Um, Drop it the, in the chat. <laughs> uh, when I was training for a marathon and I was running consistently, I had a patch that I would run by and this patch had- I, every time I would run, so I'd be running, I'm not a really strong runner, but I'd be running at my pace, like my normal speed. And then I'd hit this patch and all of a sudden my breath would start getting shorter and the, my movement became slower and I would like, it still go. Cause I'm going to get it done. Right. Because that's how we're wired. We get it done where we're on a mission to get something done. We make it happen. But through that patch, I was slower. My breathing was compromised. All these things were compromised. So my path was not the same. My route was the same, but my ways of being and getting through it was not the same because there was a plant alongside of that patch of road that I was had an re, allergic reaction to. Okay. This is what God analogy gave me. So many women are running with that mustard seed plant and they don't even know because they've normalized it. Mm. And so not caring for ourselves, compromising the sleep, that means that as amazing and successful as you are, as every woman that's on here, there's even more in you when you remove the mustard seed, when you remove whatever it is that is hindering you. And then I believe that it is a, a part of our, our, like our, our part in the doing is consistently act, identifying what is that mustard seed plant that is slowing us down 
that we don't know. And that's where coaching and community mentorship comes in because a lot of times we can't see what's right in front of our eyes. And that's a whole other conversation too, but wrapping up. Yeah, no, <laughs> that's, 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 that's so true. That's so true. That's what we need to just consider and think about like that. We need to like, what is that thing that's holding us back? What is that thing that's getting in the way? And like, but the great, the great thing about that is though, God is a God of grace and he's a father, yeah. right? Oh and yeah. So as we work this work out, as long as we're willing and yeah. he will help us and direct us and give us good guidance and good coaches and good support. Yes, we yes, can yes. actually um, really yep. get to the other side that we want to get to. So yeah. this has been yeah. a fantastic. Like, I hope you've enjoyed it, ladies. Um, it's been great to, yeah, drop the link. I've been asked to drop the link. It's been really good for me. I need to find and remove the mustard seed plant. <laughs> Jackie, yeah, I had so many great comments in the in the chat. Confirmation about the nice. sugar levels as well. Um, yeah. I think someone mentioned about that. Just people really resonating with what you've spoken about. So that's fantastic. Um, nice. Yeah, that's my it, honor. Really. Yep. So good to um, go. So stay tuned for more talk on abundance. Please join Rebecca's challenge. It's going to be fantastic. And we'll see you. Have a great weekend. And we'll see you Bye, guys everybody. next week. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.